Welcome to Fashion Designers Get Paid, a podcast for burnt out fashion designers who want to ditch the toxic rat race, say bye-bye to backstabbing bosses, and work with brands who value and respect them. I'm your host, Heidi, and I believe that you can do things differently in your fashion career. Because the truth is, most industry jobs will underpay and overwork you, and having your own brand is far from profitable. Let's also be honest, most of them fail. So if you actually want to, well, be a fashion designer and get paid, the best way to do it is as a freelancer. Now, maybe you've been told that brands don't accept remote freelancers or that freelancing means being an exploited temp employee working full-time without benefits. Or to work freelance, you have to be a rock star expert with all the skills from design through development. I'm going to show you that it is possible to be a real freelancer in fashion, work remotely with brands you love, and make money, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers. You got this, and I'm here to help you do it. In this episode, you'll hear a clip from a one-on-one strategy session with one of my FAST students, Jacqueline Schumann. Jacqueline is a freelance fashion designer specializing in sustainable denim, but she realized she was getting stuck in her comfort zone after she had some heart-to-hearts with her husband who called her out on it. Jacqueline's struggling with needing permission doing the next steps in her freelance career, specifically when it comes to sending pitches. She compares it to how she's been used to getting permission, like in school, she got permission from teachers, and in work, she got permission from her bosses. And as a freelancer, it can be hard to transition where you have to call the shots and you're the one giving yourself permission to move on to each next step. Yes, my portfolio is good enough. Yes, my niche is good enough. Yes, my pitch is good enough and I am ready to hit send. So Jacqueline and I talk through some of the systems and mindset strategies that she can implement to give herself permission so she can continue making progress in her freelance career and stop getting stuck. You're going to love this strategy session. Let's get to it. Hey, real quick, before we jump into the episode, if you're sick of being tied to a desk and want more freedom in your day, I want to help you. Snag my free limited time training, How to Freelance in Fashion, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers, to learn my five-step freelancing framework so you can work for yourself in fashion and get paid. Get instant access at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it in the show notes. All right, now let's get started. So let's talk about this a little bit. I think I can stop sharing now. Like, Okay. Where are you at with pitching? Because what I read in your strategy session form was like, felt like you're having a really hard time <clears throat> hitting send. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because okay. I I feel like um, I'm a product of traditional education. Okay. And I've always thrived in it. Like I loved school growing up. I I loved, I loved my time at Fitum. I had such a blast even though I have like, you know, here things here and there that I wish were different. Like I've always thrived in school. And so I think I wait for permission, like in the way that a teacher does like, Oh, good job. And here's a gold star. Like you're good to go to pass to the next level. I feel like it's such a different place for me to give myself that you're good. You can move on. Like you're doing well. You can move on. You can hit send. Okay. And it's, I, I feel like it's, bre- it's breaking the like traditional education employee mindset. Cause I really thrived in those areas. Okay. Um, I've always been a great employee of, and so it's like, there's no one else here <laughs> telling me like, you're doing a good job. You can move on to this next level. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I think that's where it comes from. Okay. That's very self-aware. So that's great. So we just need to then think about like, how do we get past that? So, mm-hmm. you know, one, I just told you you're doing a great job. So you have <laughs> permission from me if that's what you really felt like you needed. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, 
push and hit send. Yeah. Second, when it comes to anything that you're doing yourself, like freelancing or, you know, I'm running this business, like what I've learned over the years, if you wait for permission, like nothing is ever going to get done. And so you have to sort of trust your gut, Mm -hmm. make a decision, lean into the discomfort of like, is it the right decision? I don't know. And if it's the wrong decision, you're going to learn that it's the wrong decision. And then you know how to do it differently the next time and keep iterating to do better and better and better. Yeah. And at least you're learning, you're taking action, you're making some type of progress. Yeah. Doubt kills dreams more than failure ever will. There's a quote. Oh yeah. If you heard that one. For sure. And I think, I think like I thought that I got over that. (laughs) Like when I very first hit publish on my website, it was like a panic inducing attack. And then I realized like, Oh, guess what? Life moves on. So yeah, like just do it. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. Got over that. Like, okay. The very first time I sent a pitch, like it took me way too long and it was so scary. And then I did it. And the second time I'm like, okay, I I can do this again. Keep going. Yeah. So I, I thought that I was growing in those ways. And then like, it just kind of like pulled back of like cold pitching yeah. Upwork. I'm like, they already want a freelancer. Totally. And listen, <laughs> Upwork can be great. Like, I don't want to discount the value of that platform nor the comfort that it can create. Yeah. So keep going for it. I think, you know, like I, I say all the time, all of this is a muscle, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can like, if you start exercising that muscle. Yeah. The pitching and hitting send and like knowing that like it doesn't have to be perfect is not going to be perfect it will probably never be perfect yeah yeah but what you're doing is already like so far above and beyond what most people do that like just ride that wave and that's going to get you success probably something along the lines of (laughs) confidence and (laughs) self-doubt yeah I mean oh I guess I was just I was going to say something along the lines of like fail and fail fast yeah yeah, like, I, yeah, really I, something to be said for that, right? Yeah, and that's where I guess that's where I really feel like the pitches that I don't hear back from. I'm like, oh, fail and fail fast. Not that I failed at that pitch, but it was just right. like, oh, like if I like hearing the critiques from you, I'm like, oh, okay, that's like such good feedback that now I understand like how to tweak this pitch a little bit and I just yeah. keep going and going. And yeah. I think other than you know the schooling and yeah. the comfort zone that is student. Yeah. Of like, I am the student, you are the mentor. Like it's just <laughs> such a comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. And, but I, I think I just, I, I haven't been pitching enough to flex that muscle and, and to grow that muscle yeah. that it, it like got back to like such a scary place. Yeah. But I started pitching again last week and, and okay. the week before. And yeah, even just having conversations with my husband about like, oh, like, hey, like how many pitches did you send? Like kind of like an accountability yeah. situation yeah. is that's also really helpful. So good. Cause he has yeah. a freelance business too, right? Or he's um, no, see, so he works, he works full time for oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, him asking you how many pitches you sent. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if that works for you and your husband, I think that's a great like support network to have. Yeah. Cause it's so tied to like our goals of like, or like our financial goals and sure. and just where we want to be. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I, I did, I need to keep pitching to flex that, that muscle. 
What in like what changed that you started pitching again last week in the last week or two? Another really hard conversation with my husband. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my office is like a part of our bedroom and yeah. the way that my desk was the computer screen is facing the bed. So when my alarm goes off at 5 a.m., he can see exactly what I'm working on. And he saw me kind of working more with the modules inside fast and like the portfolio roadmap and then that other self-directed project. And he's kind of like, hey, <laughs> comfort zone. How's pitching going? <laughs> yeah. I see you're, you know, working on this. And it was just like a very gentle reminder of like kind of let's bring it back to pitching and step away mm-hmm. from the comfort zone. Like what? I don't want to put any words in your mouth. So how do you feel about pitching? How does it make you feel? Um, it, it makes me feel like a, a total imposter. <laughs> okay. So are you lying about your work? No, because I know I'm being super transparent about yeah. like, I'm not, <laughs> I yeah. don't know how to do. Like I'm asking these, I'm trying to dig into like, yeah, you're not being deceiving. Yeah. I don't want to be, there's really like, no reason for you to feel like an imposter. Everybody starts somewhere. Like, listen, you're already very knowledgeable. I know like you might not feel that way or you don't have all this experience on like paper, but like you're obviously very driven and savvy and passionate. And you like take the time to research and read and probably go to yeah. the webinars and like do all the education. So there are people like some brands, you know, that Upwork pitch we went through, Mm -hmm. like some brands want that experienced person. Great. They're not your client yet. Yeah. Yeah. But there's many brands for long lists of reasons that are happy to go with someone who has less experience, but is like so driven, so passionate. Yeah. I mean, that's work. Yeah. That's huge. So you have the imposter syndrome. Um, I think that was the word, like a big imposter. Yeah, um, it's I I'm feeling it less and less as I go. Okay. Um, but I think I even though I agreed with your um have do be yeah be do have yeah. I I have to like look at it because I get it mixed up. <laughs> when I first heard you talking about that, I was like, oh yeah, I agree with that totally, totally. I get it, but it it like challenged my imposter syndrome. Because it's like, oh, okay, if I just pick denim, that doesn't all of a sudden make me an expert. Like, that's what I was like challenging myself on. And, or like, if I just picked like men's suits, that doesn't all of a sudden make me an expert. Yeah. And so I've been like straddling the paradigm of like not like admitting and knowing that I'm not an expert, but giving the value that I do have. Yeah. And it's those offhanded conversations that, I'm afraid are happening in the background of like, oh my gosh, this girl doesn't even know what she's doing. Like, oh yeah. Okay. That offhanded comment. (laughs) I mean, listen, I think that just because you're like, oh, I'm going to pick this niche. I'm going to be that denim designer. Doesn't mean that you're saying you're all of a sudden an expert. Like I imagine it would take many, many years of deep work in the denim industry to actually come out feeling like an expert. Yeah. So many nuances to this category. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. And that's what made me think about like, well, hold on. Like there were so many denim projects that I did at FITM and they offered a denim tour, which was like a three-day event just for um, visiting denim washes and brands and seeing how they actually like put the tears in, put the 
like the abrasions in and are on. And I did that. Like I went yeah. and I, I have videos from there and I'm like, hold on. Like I, I'm I not do know things. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not an ex, like, I just have to keep reminding myself, like, I'm not an expert, but like, I did go do that. I, yeah, I saw that I have been to denim mills. I have been to denim brands and I've spoken with those owners. And yeah. um, I asked a lot of questions during that time. And like, I think it's the lapse of time that makes me feel because that, you know, FITM one for me was 2015. So, okay. So eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the, the gap in time and then like being in a whirlwind of motherhood life. It like... I know it's a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think you need to think too. So like be do have, I think is more about the mindset than like, oh, I am a denim expert. It's more about the mindset of like, be that successful denim designer. What are they doing? They're doing the things that are making them uncomfortable. They're yeah. putting themselves out there. They're hitting send on the pitch, even though they feel a little bit nervous. They're applying yeah. for that Upwork gig, even though they are not as experienced as the application, the job posting is mm -hmm. saying. So it's more about like the actions that you do or don't take. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're like, well, once I have the experience, then I can send the pitch, right? But <laughs> Chicken like, or the egg. egg. <laughs> totally. You know? And so I think it Maybe. sounds like in the last week or two, after you had that heart to heart with your husband, like that's when things are changing. And now, okay, you're pushing yourself. You're like, mm -hmm. okay, I might feel like a the real uncomfortable throw up over here <laughs> yeah and are they having conversations about you behind their back like probably not and I've if made they it up in my mind <laughs> I know and we all do like likely 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 not right yeah excuse me and I you know so cliche but like if they are then that's their problem so what <laughs> so what like, I know that yeah. as long as really I'm eating, yeah, I think if I, when I do have those thoughts, I need to remember to lead it with like, as long as I'm leading my life and my business with integrity and transparency, yes. then yes. like, that's all that matters. <laughs> and you're like putting in the hard work and you're putting in the effort and you're like doing a lot of self-directed education on like you, you Googled sulfur dye, like, yeah you know, you're proactive to like, yeah, I might not have all the experience, but like, I'm going to work. My I'm so, off. yeah. 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 It's like it, what I, what I bring in like ambition and passion and, and drive and like yes. being scrappy. I'm like, that's going to take me far. And it then will. <laughs> yes. And there are plenty of brands out there that like, love that type of character. Yeah. Scrappiness. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, just keep exercising that muscle. Like don't let it get fatigued again. Right. Because then, and yeah. listen, success is not a straight line. You've seen the thing, you know, you've seen all the memes about that. So don't feel yeah. bad when a little backwards, like you're gonna, yeah. but think about like, what can you do to like, still try to keep moving forward to not like atrophy that muscle. And if you do yeah. again, that's okay. Like, don't beat yourself up. I mean, I've been working so hard this past six months on the business. Like we've been doing a million things. And I like last winter, I probably hiked like two or three times a week, like eight to 10 mile hikes. Oh, wow. In the snow. Like I would go out. It was like, oh, you're not I, afraid of the snow hiking. <laughs> no, it was like my release. Therapy. Yeah. My therapy. And 
this year, like I have that muscle is really atrophied. Like there'll be like three weeks where I will not get out. And yeah. last week I went on two hikes that were like three miles each. I've just felt so busy that I haven't been able to do it. And so I'm like trying not to like beat myself up over it and more being like, you know, okay, I build just, back up. I'll build back up. Like it happens. There's t- we yeah. have setbacks, right? Um, yeah, I think if I relate that a lot to having kids, it, mm-hmm. it clicks immediately because yeah, after after giving birth with no epidural, I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> like I like I know like my body is like really tired right now. Like I'm th- this is where I'm at, but like I will get back to the you place where back. I'm working out five days a week. Like I know yeah. I'm gonna get back there. And so like if I think if I relate it to that and just like these other places in my life where like there was a season where yeah. I didn't do that or there was a yeah. season where that was like at its peak. Totally. I'm like oh, okay. There's a lot of seasonality. If you slow down on the pitches for some reason again mm-hmm. what is the reason for that yeah is okay because, identifying that right identifying the reason if the reason is because oh now all of a sudden you got like sucked into learning how to do tech packs or something it's like and a listen, little alert system like oh wait yeah ooh, let's get back am to i one. on a comfort zone activity or am i not doing this because i have so many projects <laughs> or like gosh both my kids are sick and blah blah, blah like whatever right yeah. like life yeah if there's like legitimate like situations where this is not the season for pitching for a few weeks or maybe even mm-hmm. a month or six, you know, maybe a parent gets sick or something. I don't know. Right. Like those things mm-hmm. happen. So like be kind to yourself about that, but then also be like harsh, not harshly, but yeah, self-aware, brutally, self-aware. Mm-hmm. Am I trading this challenging activity, which is, or uncomfortable activity, which is pitching for something that like feels okay. productive and feels good. Yeah, that makes sense. And listen, if we get to the point where you start having some conversation with brands and you like lose a couple gigs because you don't have the tech pack skill, then we have- Maybe that would be worth addressing that. And hard data that says, I got to take a week or two weeks out to like figure this tech pack thing out. Okay. I don't want it to be a comfort zone activity. Like, yeah, but I would need like data. proof to show to my husband because like, to say look, this, I could have gotten these gigs if I had the tech pack thing, I lost them. So now it's happened two or three times. So yeah. now I know that I do have to prioritize this. Yeah. And that it's not in my head and that that's an accurate yeah. reflection of like, I could have gotten that. Okay. Yes. yes. But we need some like data. Yeah. Okay. 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 So like, maybe, you know, that Upwork opportunity, like let's say you landed a phone call, a discovery call, right. Yeah. And you hadn't put the tech pack thing in the pitch and then the tech pack thing comes up and they were like, gosh, Jacqueline, you're great. But like, we really need like a one-stop just one stop shop. Yeah. So you're like, okay, you know, and maybe even like one gig could have, could be enough to be like, mm-hmm. okay, let me focus on tech packs for okay. two weeks, get through design to development. I mean, I don't know what the rest of your life and schedule looks like. I know your mom and yeah. life is busy. Yeah. It's mom and, and this thing. Okay. I, was, I was listening to another strategy session and the girl had like a full-time job and then a side gig and then two kids. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> like, like, th- like this is hard enough for, for me of like two kids and, and, and this. So yeah, yeah but like, Anytime I'm not fully mom, this is it for me. Okay. Okay. So, which let's be honest, mom is a very consuming job. <laughs> so is <laughs> it's, 
mentally, physically, emotionally, like on so many levels. I get yeah, it. Yeah. That's why um, my alarm goes off at either 445 or five. And I am like, you get some work done in the morning. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. The morning and then nap time. Those are like my, my sweet spot. Um, yeah. and then the evenings are kind of just iffy, but yeah, yeah, I have to like really play Jenga with my life. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, we are fortunate. We have, we have daycare four days a week, which is very nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That, that, yeah. that's also another touch point of like motivation. If there are moments where I am struggling that like, that is another goal that I want to get to the point where I can pay for help because yeah. I have been at the breaking point so many times of like trying to send an email and like, he's crawling on me and like trying yeah. to do this. And then like the dogs are rocking or <laughs> Or like trying to get like a, just a very small thing done and yeah. he's crying or something like that. So it's a lot. It's, um, so having like childcare, like getting to that point for where yeah. like my work is paying for that. Yeah. yeah would would be huge. I mean, that yeah. would be a dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll get there yeah. and like, give yourself some leeway in the meantime. Like, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Being a mom's yeah. A lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So- yeah. That's I'm pretty good about that. Like if I, you know, push to wake up early and then like if I'm using the hours that I do have appropriately, then I am like proud of myself for that day. Good. So, okay. And some yeah. days go good and some days go not so good. And so, okay. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't beat yourself up over it. So yeah, let's, I think keep like, put the pedal down on the pitches, do the follow-ups. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to, I will be shocked if you don't start hearing back very quickly. Your pitches okay. are very good and you're very specific okay. and you're showing you're putting in the work. And then if Just you need to going. tackle the tech pack thing, you can tackle it, but okay. only when you get some like data Okay. on that. Okay. I think that's okay. a good plan. Which I, I will I know I said two or three. I, if it, if it's like, was going to be a great project and you lost it because the tech pack thing, like one, I think is actually arguably yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay. And then give yourself like a tight time block, like mm-hmm. two weeks or like, I don't know whatever makes sense for you a week, whatever. Yeah. And be like, okay, by the end of this two weeks, I'm going to have gone through the course. I will have completed a self-directed tech pack. I can take a couple screenshots of that. Literally all you need is a couple screenshots, like yeah. two pages. It's not much just to visually show again, we want to show like a technical sketch and then maybe like a, not a POM, but a BOM, a yeah. bill of measure or bill materials. And that's it. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't overthink it. You don't have to overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. You're doing great. Okay. <laughs> Keep exercising that muscle and okay. um, yeah, you're doing great. Keep it up. Thanks so much for listening to the fashion designers get paid podcast. If this episode inspired you in any way to get out of the mass produced rat race and get your fashion career out of the hands of toxic corporate bosses, just like one of my students did Alexandra who makes more money in one day of freelancing than she did in two weeks at her old industry job. Yes. True story. I'd love to help you take control of your own destiny as a freelance fashion designer or TD, PD, pattern maker, etc. Get instant access to my free limited time training at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it up in the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every Monday to help inspire you for or help you get through the week ahead. You got this. Me and my team are rooting for you.